if someone is focused on the past, then they're depressed. If someone is focused in the future, then they have anxiety. And if someone is really in the present, then you're actually living. You can see what's changing. You can be receptive to it and be excited by it versus terrified by it. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey everyone, welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. I'm Marco Kozlowski, the fearless leader. I put that into a quotation marks with Gabriel Araish today. Frank is MIA. He's at Disney with his family having a grand old time. So uh, it's just Gabe and I today, and we're going to be discussing something that's actually impacts us all, which is change and how change is inevitable and how to adapt with change, what happens if you don't adapt with change, things that are changing constantly, big decisions that we make that are going to affect our lives, not affect our lives, because if you don't make decisions, generally decisions are made for you, procrastination, all those things. And of course, if you are just listening to us for the first time, just hit the pause button, listen to the first 10 episodes, please. The uh, Big Fat Real Estate Checks is all about learning skill sets in order to adapt a phenomenal life of cash flow and abundance and time, having time and money without necessarily having your own money, but using skill sets in order to leverage other people's money and using knowledge in order to uh, really help other individuals and really make an impact in their lives so you can pretty much make as much money as you choose. I don't know what's going rough on. Day, rough day, rough <laughs> day. Rough day, rough day. Yes, it is. So yeah, so let's talk change, man. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag as far as what's going on in your life, but you're going through some big changes, very exciting changes right now. I've had many changes over the last few years, and it's how we adapt to those changes that really make us who we are. So I don't know if you want to speak to that a little bit, Gabe. Maybe first we start with, is change real? Do things change? Let's start with that yeah. obvious concept. Yeah. I change, you know, you use the word inevitable. And although that's true, I also think it's a certain point necessary to make a change. And I think when things don't change, you fall into, a, I guess, another trap that's called comfort. And maybe we can address that a little bit later. But change does happen. And it happens sometimes it's planned change. Sometimes, most of the time, it's just spontaneous you know shit hits the fan or sometimes it's good change where things happen and you get this amazing opportunity but it requires you to make a decision and that's what's kind of interesting about change i think is change always gives you an option and the road is split into two and you can choose to you know not accept the change or not make the change and kind of remain in your lane I don't want to say it's never bad. It could be good to a certain extent. Some people are happy with consistency, so they may feel happy, but it's the what could have happened had you changed. And most of the time with change comes growth. I think every time I've pivoted in my life or, you know, some change happened, whether it was due to good circumstances or things, you know, that kind of hit me in the head, <laughs> like a ton of bricks where, you know, I just got faced with some challenges and I can continue pushing through these breaks, if you will, or I can just change the course and avert them. Making the change was a difficult decision, but once I did it, I grew, I became a better person, and I learned so much from these changes. So 
I think my initial story is well documented through the podcast where I've had to make a change in my behavior in order to be able to grow. And I've done that. I've succeeded at that. I still have a lot of room to grow on that side of things where I continuously believe in growing and making little changes. And these changes are changes that I'm aware of. They're things that I know I have to change in order to become better. But sometimes life hits you with things, situations like, you know, I'm going through a change right now, which was something that wasn't really planned or at least wasn't planned for a long time. I'm facing it. It's been a difficult decision to make. It's been difficult year of planning, but I'm excited. I was telling you before the podcast that it's like a... I played soccer at a pretty high level, I guess, not super professional, but, you know, just, I guess, uh, under the professional ranks there and as elite as you can get at the amateur level. And every time I played a game, I would just before kickoff, I'd still get butterflies, right? Like I was excited to get started. I knew what was going to happen. I mean, it's just a game. I've been playing it since I'm five, but the excitement of getting in and getting started, the, the butterflies were always there. And you know, as soon as kickoff was, you know, the ball was kicked the first time, that's it. All went away and I kind of ended up in this zone where it was another world where I, I can actually weed out all the noise and everything about it. It's just a phenomenal feeling. And I am have these same butterflies now with this next, you know, step of my life. And kickoff hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen, you know, shortly. But to me, that's good news. It means I'm prepared and I'm excited about something that... I have no idea how it's going to end. <laughs> so, You have a couple imageries there that I, I want to capitalize on. Number one is the sport by itself. And when you're playing soccer you're, or football, depending on which country you're in, there's always change on the field. The ball is never going to be exactly where you think it should be or could be or you know the play that you're expecting is going to be always different. And you have to adapt to that change quickly. So the first segment of this podcast is does change happen does it exist and if you just look at the world a year ago two years ago five years ago it's not the same world at all it's constantly changing rules laws opportunities ebb and flow the opportunity that was here today has gone to more a new opportunity happens so change is constantly around us and the question that you have to ask yourself is are you changing as quickly as the times are and in most cases the answer is absolutely not we're just doing the same shit that we've been doing forever and wondering why we're not where we need to be. And I know Wayne Gretzky, a Canadian hockey player, said, you know, I'm not going to be where the puck is. I want to be where the puck is going to be. So he's always anticipating that change. And any wealthy person is constantly looking at what the opportunity is going to be. And even if you're wrong, you're going to be okay because you're adapting to change as quickly as possible. So I guess the question is, are you okay with change? How are you handling change? Are you adapting well to change? Are you preparing for change constantly? Are you growing for change that's happening? Are you really capitalizing on the opportunities of change? Or are you just bitching and moaning and complaining that things have changed? And if you're always grumpy that things aren't like they used to be, well, that's the past. It'll never happen again, ever. So what do you think happens to those that are just rah, rah, rah? This is not like it used to be, living in the past, living in the past. I heard at one point, I wish I could take credit for it, but I didn't invent it. If someone is focused on the past, then they're depressed. If someone is focused in the future, then they have anxiety. And if someone is really in the present, then you're actually living. You don't have any of those afflictions. So by just being present and seeing what's around you, I think you can have a lot of, you can see what's changing. You can be receptive to it. 
and be excited by it versus terrified by it. And I know that can change is scary for all of us. Things are always changing. And it's just, I think, part of the process. It is. And we, so, we've mentioned that fear is something that blocks people, but that's exactly it. It's fear comes with change or change comes with fear. Ultimately, I think that's what's beautiful about this world is you get tested over and over again in your life and you get to make that choice whether you're going to accept the change, accept that, you know, yeah, there's some unknowns in there. I think fear is really fear of the unknown, right? At the end of the day, that's you're scared of what could or couldn't happen versus you know where you're going if you stay the course. It's as simple as that. But the idea of being able to put that aside to just make a change. Yeah, it's an incredible feeling too when you're making that change because there's also a sense of commitment to it. And maybe, I guess, in, in future episodes, we can, once my official change has been made, if you will, we can have a discussion. But there's a point of no return when you're making a change and you decide that I'm going to go through with this and that's it. And then you got to commit to it because if you don't, then you're caught kind of in a limbo where, you know, are you doing it or you're not doing it? And then you're indecisive. You, yeah, you're stuck. You're kind of caught like between a rock and a hard place and that's not good you're not growing that's for sure it's almost worse than staying the course in my opinion because you're seesawing or well, ping-ponging <laughs> number one cause of accidents is not the decision that you made but the indecision. lack of decision that you made indecision is what causes accidents mm -hmm. but just to come back to what we discussed before the podcast is what are the stakes for not changing if you look at it that way yeah. most people are terrified of change really terrified of it and i'm scared of it too to some point because i don't know what's going to happen there first time i bought a hotel didn't know what i was doing first time i bought an apartment building i thought it was going to be scary commercial man that sounds really scary i don't want to get into that it sounds complicated i was scared of it and i avoided it for a very long time until i had no choice and i regret not doing it sooner and all fear stands for is fuck everything and run at the end of the day right mm -hmm. just it's designed to keep you away from something it's a fight or flight mechanism but what are the stakes for not doing whatever you're wanting to do you know if you don't change what's going to happen and i think that understanding what the stakes are for not accomplishing the things that you want to really change and need to do in order to have the things that you want out of life or if you stay doing exactly what you're doing now where will you be in the next five ten years most likely in a worse place than you are now because the world is changing faster than you can adapt to it and the standard of living is just going down, down, down with inflation anyway, which is a whole other conversation. Oh my God. So for the listener who's listening to you, how do you measure the stakes? Well, let's say that I'm a musician, which I have been, and I have kids to feed and I'm like, why do I even have four kids? I can't even afford myself. Mm -hmm. And I've got all these kids to feed. I'm in a situation that I really don't like because I'm always broke. Kids are needing me every five minutes. I don't have time to myself. What am I going to do? I can keep doing what I'm doing. I can jump off a bridge. I can abandon my kids, which is not an option, at least for me, was not an option. Or I can think, how am I going to give my kids the best possible life, the life that I never had? And hold on. What are... Even abandoning your kids is technically making a change there. So... Oh, it is. Yeah. But it's this decision. is not an, it's, the stakes it's not an option for you. Not exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But just so I'm not wired that way. Yeah. Some people are. Correct. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I get it. I want to abandon my kids every five minutes when I was young. I was like, <laughs> I, I got to get out of here. I understand it. You know, it's just that was an option. Brave enough. Well, I wasn't brave enough for that change. Let's put it that way. That was just, I wasn't, it's embarrassing. I wasn't man enough to make that change. Maybe. I don't know. I just could not. I love my kids. I just, you know, they were just extremely needy and they're a pain in the ass when they're kids. I have four kids in diapers at the same time mm -hmm. and they're expensive as hell and I didn't have any money. What have I got myself into? Like, why did I even have four kids? How did I even agree to this? 
You know, why did I keep having sex after one? Like, I don't understand yeah. it. Unprotected. So it was just, but uh, <laughs> how did I make this changing decision, right? These yeah. were changes that I made myself. So, the, and I can't be mad at my kids for decisions I made. That doesn't make any sense. I can't get mad at them. I have to get mad at myself. And if I abandon them, that's, you know, letting them go. But anyway, that's a whole other yeah. conversation. But okay. So I can either do nothing, in which case what will definitely change is my mental sanity. It's not going to get better and they're not going to get better they're not going to have a better life and in fact things get more expensive over time and there's no way that i would ever be able to survive unless i could take care of these people so what can i do i can get a job i didn't have any real skill sets other than being a musician and musicians don't make a lot of money or i can learn a new skill and if i get a new skill what what new skill can i learn that would make me the most amount of money and i researched who made the most amount of money on the planet answers real estate so that's the direction i went into and that's the change that i decided to make and the stakes for me was if i'm not successful i will starve and my kids will starve and will be derelicts and be living on the street and yeah. i will be a miserable person for the rest of my life disappointed myself that i couldn't take care of my kids for me that was the stake and everyone has different stakes so if the stakes aren't big enough then you're not going to be motivated to change in that direction for those of you that have been following me for quite some time I started with nothing, made a lot of money, lost everything in 2009. I'm talking millions and millions of dollars, was homeless. But the advantage that I had is that I had the knowledge, but I lost my drive until I understood that I shouldn't have lost my drive. And that was on me. So once you have these epiphanies and these learning opportunities, as I call them, and as you call them as well, Gabe, change can be a very exciting thing. And I tell you the truth, I wouldn't change a damn thing from where I started to the, the money I've lost, to the hard times that I've had, to going to McDonald's with $5 in my hand and buying four Happy Meals or 99 cent meals because I didn't have the money for the tax on the fifth one, or I was looking for pennies outside and seeing if someone would give me the extra tax money so I could get five. I remember those days, but those days made me change to where I am now because of the decisions that I've made and that you're going to make as a listener. So anything that's happening to you that might be bad, again, if you think your world is falling apart, maybe it's just falling into place. That's, Look at it that yeah, way. that's well said. And that's an example of change that, that, I guess it's a self-change, it's your decision to make a change. Sometimes change comes in the form of an opportunity. You know, how many times did you hear people say, well, I could have bought this stock at $5 or Apple or, or Amazon when it was 10 bucks or Bitcoin. Tesla when it, yeah, or Bitcoin. And, and you know what? Probably most of us have had the opportunity to actually do all these things and decided not to. So these are opportunities that come that force you to make a change in a certain habit. Maybe it's in the way you invest. Maybe it's in, in where you work. It could be sometimes it comes in, in relocation. Sometimes you get this opportunity your employer, you work for an employer and they'd say, hey, we got this job opportunity, but it's across the planet. Like, you know, you got to pick up and move your whole family, go across the planet. And, you know, that's scary, right? But the opportunity, I mean, maybe maybe you go there and life is a lot better for you and your family if you do that. And maybe it's not, but you don't know that. So change is, a, is an amazing thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Or you tried real estate and it didn't. You lost all your money because you know you didn't do it right. And it's not because real estate doesn't work. It's maybe your approach doesn't work. I'm Exhibit A right here. I've done real estate wrong and and failed miserably. And you know I chose to change the way I did real estate because I was convinced that the real estate vehicle was still the correct one. The problem was the driver. That was me. So I had to 
you know, almost re reprogram myself, re-educate myself and get the right help around me to be able to move forward and, and stay in this beautiful, beautiful game of real estate. So, yeah, right. change is and, amazing. Well, even our, and we've changed our approach to real estate as the economy has changed. And as I've evolved as, as an investor and understand how I, we can monetize things better, we're no longer just looking for this kind of deal. Any deal that comes in, we can actually make money on if you understand how to approach it. So it's a really neat journey. Yeah. Say it that way. Journeys. Yeah. Where as you start being more receptive, leave your ego at the door and realize that it's really not about us. It's just ob- observing the change and see how we can ride that wave of change. So you're not fighting it. You're not resisting it. You're not like pushing the wave and s- trying to stop it. Because there's no way that you can go into you know a beach and try to stop a wave. It's not going to happen. No. It's going to go right over you. It's stronger than you. It's nature. It's forget it. But you can certainly ride that wave of change. And no matter what the political situation is, whatever your personal situation is, no matter what that wave looks like or how big it is or monstrous it is, the better you are at surfing, the more fun you're going to have in that change. And it's not easy. I mean, even big, practice. Well, even big corporations haven't made certain changes and have succumbed to it. Like Amazon itself came about because they kind of put everything online in the in the digital age. And a lot of these brick and mortar stores suffered a lot some of them closed down because they refused to change i mean we i don't know if you guys had this in the u.s we have the yellow pages over here which was this big phone book with all the yeah we had yeah so and and then that still exist well they never changed their model and yeah they finally kind of went belly up i think or, or whatnot or they decided to adapt 20 years too late but it's just an example that making change is necessary, at least in my opinion, but it's it's not easy. And that's kind of the fun part, because when you do something that's easy, it's not as gratifying as when you do something that's very, very difficult and you succeed at it. And the beauty about change is you're going to succeed at changing. It might not be what you expected it to be, but it's still going to have helped you grow in one way or another. But it might actually be better through the mistakes that you make. You know, like Netflix at one point was trying to compete with, with Blockbuster and they had a subscription model. They didn't have any digital media. It was mm-hmm. all subscription. And then they got a subscription base up and then they started doing everything online. And then irony is, is Netflix did a, a special on the last Blockbuster, just a one big last fuck you to Blockbuster. You know, here's <laughs> the last one on earth that is being shut down. And it's a special on Netflix, yeah. which is, you know, almost sad, but hilarious at the same time. And we're all dinosaurs unless we unless we see that change do something about the change and action on that change and really try to have fun within the change which is sometimes not easy because it can be so terrifying and i don't think anyone really loves change until you really start seeking the fun you were saying earlier you're you know you get comfortable yeah oh my god right and then you get comfortable being comfortable and then suddenly you get uncomfortable being comfortable and then suddenly you want to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah. and that's i think the best Place. place to be it's exactly where you want to be and that's and it's it's not easy no it's not it's actually a mindset like you, there's a point where you know when you make a decision that it's almost never comfortable making a change but you have to believe that you'll be comfortable making it and that's when you become comfortable or with being uncomfortable and i think i'm reaching that point where i basically accepted everything that's come to me in terms of changes and just decide to deal with it because i truly believe as a human being, whether it's as a father, as a partner with you guys, or a soccer player on the field, I'm constantly growing because of these changes, and I'm going to keep embracing it. Even a soccer player today to what they were doing 20 years ago, right? 
I think a soccer player, if you take a soccer player from 20 years ago that was one of the best in the world and brought them here now, would they be one of the best in the world based on how other soccer players are performing? I don't know if they would maybe, be or not. Maybe like hockey players, yeah, I know. Maybe to have a harder the time. The way they're trained is, yeah, because there's, they're getting better and better. Like, yeah. look at the world records in anything. They're always getting better and better, faster and faster and faster. Correct. You know? So it's just, there's always evolution, evolution in how we train and how we do things, our perspectives, what's possible. You know, bumblebees aren't supposed to fly, but no one told them that they can't, Couldn't. so they do. You know, a anatomically, you're not supposed to be able to fly a That's bumblebee. That's right. They're too heavy. But they didn't get the memo, so they're just going to say, well, no, So if you it. believe you can fly. do it. You can. You just have to believe in that change. Yeah. I don't have to stand the ground. I can fly. Like <laughs> I believe I can fly. Uh, I don't think we are allowed to do R. Kelly songs. I think it's inappropriate. No. It's politically incorrect. That's right. Forgive me. <laughs> Things have changed, Gabe. Things have changed. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. So, man, we went on all sorts of different tangents. And, yeah, change is scary. Change is important. Change is necessary. If you don't change, you're dead. That's just how it, how things are. And one day we're all life is is a series of changes and how we adapt to them and how much we enjoy that process. And you can have a shitty life by being miserable with all the changes and trying to fight change which is like fighting the wind or the ocean or you can just coast and enjoy it and just bask in change and profit from it and not only monetarily but emotionally physically spiritually yeah spiritually like just enjoy the change and the beauty of it and i think if you do that you're going to be a lot happier and a lot wealthier in many ways agreed ask yourself what change you can make in the next you know, two, three, three months, six months, next year. Start being comfortable lives. with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. Well, I think we, I think we nailed it. We can always come back to it if we think we have other topics that we want to go over it. But if you like this, please like it, love it, share it, comment. Let us know how you feel. Let us know what you think. What changes you want to see? Waka waka waka. And anything else that we can do to improve your life. And of course, uh, I'm Marco Kozlowski. This is Gabriel Araish, and I hope you have enjoyed this episode and ha we've added value to your life and look forward to the next episode. Thanks, Gabriel. Thank Thanks, you. listener. Have a great day. Ta-ta for now. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.